0: Hey beautiful brown girl, you are listening to Zenven Speaks with your host Gina, and if you're truly ready to harness the magic that's always been within, just stay tuned. Hey beautiful brown girls, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast but didn't think you'd have all the resources to do so? Well, guess what? Anchor makes it so easy to do so from right on your mobile device. Yes, I said your mobile device. Just go to your app store for your mobile device and download the Anchor app. You can begin to customize your podcast, speak, record, publish, and guess what? You're done. So go ahead and download the Anchor app today and see where podcasting takes you. Hey, beautiful brown girl. How have y'all been? I know. (laughs) I swear to you, I promise that I will eventually get down to not taking my little miniature hiatus, hiatuses when I podcast. But either way, coming to you today, as you can see from the topic of today's episode, we are talking about energy. And I like that we're talking about energy today because, one, it is the final episode of season one. I cannot believe I've already gone through a full season um, to think that I have done 10 episodes of Beautiful Brown Girl. And I am just so excited to see where season two is going to take us, energy-wise. But the energy, this is why I'm glad that we're talking about energy, because the energy is season two. It's going to be completely different than the energy of season one. Season one was very, you know, we were kind of diving into spirituality, I feel like, very intensely, in my opinion. Nothing wrong with that. I enjoy that. But we are coming up on summertime. And so one of the things about summer is I gain a lot of vitality around this time. So I want to match the energy of the podcast to the energy of the season. Remember, we've talked about this on the podcast too, where matching energies, you flow with the season, your life has reason. Let's see who remembers what episode that's from. Maybe I don't either, but (laughs) Uh, I want to say that might've been the depression episode actually. So yeah. Yeah. But either way, season two, we are coming with so much frequency. Um, there's going to be guests on the show. So I'm really excited about that. I feel like I've really been able to vibe and give the podcast its own leg to stand on. So now that I have, you know, my feelings and vibes of what I want the podcast to be, I'm really excited to see what the guests are going to bring to the podcast as well. So season two is going to have guests. Um, We are going to have lots of just different things kind of going on and different vibes. And so I'm really excited to see how season two plays out. Also, we're going to be on a schedule. You know, I'm really in a space since I've gotten back from my trip that like, I'm like, yo, I miss my routine. I miss my schedule. Like, I just want to feel like I'm connected to myself as a Taurus. I like schedule and I like routine. So we are going to be on a routine. I'm hoping to have Tuesdays so that you can have kind of a podcast to start the week. And then Fridays, bonus episodes with a special guest. Um, hopefully, not every Friday will be a special guest. But either way, the vibe is going to be there. Okay? The vibe is going to be there. But yes, let's talk about energy. Um, on this podcast season, we have talked about business. We've talked about wanting to start a business. We've talked about love. We've talked about depression. Um, We have talked about anger. That was a really big one. I really enjoyed that episode because I was, you know, kind of feeling some type of way on that episode, but it was a good release for me. So I liked it. (laughs) But nonetheless, on season one, we really dissected spirituality, presenting yourself to the world. And obviously we could have went even deeper, but we didn't. We just kind of, it's season one. So I wanted to take it very flowfully and not too intensely. And I think season two is probably going to be a little longer, but we'll also see again where the energy is with that season. But in season one, very spiritual topics, um, but also mixing it in the sense of reality too. So now with season two, we are going to really get into some of the deeper aspects of me but still maintaining spiritualness because again this is a spiritual based podcast but we're gonna really get into the space of like relationships sexuality friendships like we are going to go in on this season two and it makes me so excited to begin planning for season two The marketing, the trailer, like it is going to be one of those where I'm like, yo, this is me. Here's really who I am. I had to, in season one, I think I had to slowly bring myself to the forefront because, again, like I told you guys, the state that I live in has a tendency to dilute who I was as a person. Even when I started my spiritual journey, it took me a while to kind of figure out who I really was in my spiritual journey. So season one was a little bit of a flow. Like my first episode of season one, I, oh my gosh, I am so glad I don't follow that same flow because I honestly would have gotten bored of my own podcast. But season episode two, the frequency picked up, episode three, episode four, and look at us now, we're at episode 10. So very excited to go into season two with the energy of just real life shit, you know, let's just get, let's get real. Like we're going to be in a summertime vibe. I'm still going to try to really keep that. Like I said, I want to keep it spiritual because I am a spiritual being, but I want to be able to connect with other listeners who may not know much about spirituality, but then connect with me through season two and then get into spirituality through season one. Um, but yes, I'm very, very, very excited to see, I just keep saying that because I am. And I could feel myself with season one getting into a space of like, I don't know what else to talk about in season one. Like, I just was kind of like, I've been talking about the same things for a really long, not not the same things, but I've been carrying the same vibe, like spiritualness for a little bit. And so I'm like, I'm ready to shift it up and switch it up and move it around. But I've wanted to kind of break away from the seasons because I like one season I'm very fixed so I like you know season one to be about this and season two to be about this and season three and four and five and so on so like I said season two be prepared for the like you guys asked for it and now she's here season two is going to have a lot of realness a lot of rawness a lot of like dang girl, like we're talking about that. Yes. Um, Because that's, that's also who I am. So remember how I said the essence of spirituality all while serving it to you in this reality. That's really where season two is going to come in with that vibe. Still debating on if I'm going to keep the same trailer or if I'm going to introduce season two with a new trailer, probably a new trailer just to kind of bring that frequency in so we can kind of I could kind of feel like it's a brand new season, brand new light. We're still going to be doing readings at the end, though, because that's just my vibe. Like, I love to do the readings. It's just fun for me. But I am so excited to see how much season two (laughs) differs from season one. So let's just kind of go into the aspects of energy. So... Speaking about energy and all the different things I've kind of said now, now that you have an idea, season two is coming, we're going to focus in a little bit more about energy. Last week's, or last time's episode was about cleansing. And so with cleansing, you know, there is the physical aspects of cleansing, such as cleansing your physical body, showering, brushing teeth, all the hygienic stuff, but there's also spiritual cleansing as well. Cleansing your space, clearing out, you know, the room. Like I actually had to cleanse my space today because... Yeah. We're gonna get into that in season two. Like we're gonna get real on season two, but we're gonna keep it at bay with season one. Why I had to cleanse the area. Today the space was a little bit strange. Um there was a little bit of some intensity between my partner and I, and we'll just keep it at that for now. But I had to cleanse the space cleanse out the energy before i could even feel a line to sit down and start podcasting because i didn't want to come to you guys with all of that on my mind and thinking about it and all these other things so with energy you got to be mindful of where you're sourcing that energy from and where you're sourcing that energy to so where you're sourcing the energy from kind of flow it back into the topic of season one the energy of season one was very spiritual. So I didn't feel like I could flow the energy from the realistic world too too much. And I didn't feel like I could flow it to you guys too much because I would try to combine the two, but I felt limited to the capacity of what I could speak about. Now going into season two, I really feel like I can flow the energy from reality and flow it to you in the spiritual sense. So I noticed that little flip there. So I kind of Keeping that same flow of the topic. I wanted to make sure the energy that I was sourcing my podcast from in season one would flow to you exactly how I mindset planned it for season one as well. Same frequency and vibe for season two. So same with your life. Where you're sourcing the energy from and where you're sourcing the energy to is going to be a cultivation, I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly, of the essence of you. So if you're sourcing your energy, for example, partying, going out, low vibrational people, where do you think you're going to source that same energy back to? Probably the same frequency, same vibe, and same people, right? Maybe not. Who knows? Speaking for a generalized collective, but more than likely, you're going to source that same energy. If you're sourcing your energy from gossip and... um, Hearsay and drama, don't you think you're gonna source your energy back to that same source as well? Too gossip, drama, you know, hearsay, you're gonna kind of do the same thing. But in the sense of positivity as well, if you're sourcing your energy from people who are physically, mentally, and spiritually trying to be fit, and I said that because those are the three aspects I feel like of self. Where you want to be, you know, physically fit, where you have the stamina, the agility, the momentum, and the energy to move through the day. Spiritually fit, where you know, like, okay, I need to do this, you're connected intuitively, all those different things. But then also mentally fit. You know, I still to this day struggle with mental fitness when it comes to my anger. And I'm still learning how to become mentally fit in that area of my life where I don't let my anger trigger me to such. Extends, so it's that same aspect. You know, you're you're sourcing energy from positive things. You're going to source energy into positive things. You source your energy from negative things. You're going to source your energy to negative things. That space right there. It's just a matter of how you source your energy. Like in that aspect of today, the disagreement that I had with my partner was a sense of like. You're not understanding. I'm sourcing the energy from a space of anger. So I sourced it to a, and like an energetic response of anger. I hope that made sense. Sometimes I say things and then when I listen back in the podcast, I'm like, okay, it made sense. But just to reiterate, if it did it, because I was sourcing my response from a place of anger, I then sourced that same response to anger. Like your energy is just going to follow where you're sourcing it from and where it's going to, where it's sourcing from and where it's going to. So you have to be extremely mindful where you're sourcing your energy from. You know, you have to be, you know, if you're a person who you go around certain type of people and you feel tired and you feel low and you feel drained, you may be sourcing your energy from energy vampires, realign yourself and source that energy elsewhere so you can source it elsewhere too you got to be really selective of where that energy is coming from because where it's coming from and being intercepted into you is where you're going to send that energy back to you want to be sending out positive energy rather than transmuting that same lower vibrational or same negative energy if you're sourcing your energy from people who are you know very worth work, Ooh, this is going to be a hard one to say. Very work-centric, I want to say is the word, where they're very focused on, you know, as people say, get in the bag. You know, I don't really say chase the bag. The bag needs to be chasing me. Because if I'm chasing something, that means that it's running from me. I need to attract it to me, into my reality. Another topic for another day. But wherever, you know, you're sourcing it from people who are very work-centric and very goal-oriented, very focus-driven, you too are going to source that same energy. You're going to source that outward. You're going to be very work-centric, very focused, -focused, goal-focused, goal-oriented. You know, have those same vibes of I want to do better with myself because I'm seeing people energetically that are doing better with themselves, so I want to do the same thing. So however you are or whomever you're around and whomever you are pulling energy from, you just got to make sure you know where that energy is being pulled from and how you can pull that energy directly to where you need to be. Hopefully that made sense. So that was kind of a little bit of a gist regarding energy. Now let's talk about how to know if maybe energetically, because I think sometimes we as humans, we don't listen to our body's cues when something is energetically off. So if you go, like I said, you go around somebody, you feel drained, you feel tired, you feel lethargic. It's like, well, maybe this person is not somebody I should be around as frequently or as often or at all because they are doing something to me energetically. Listen to the cues of your body. If you go around somebody and you feel excited and you feel motivated, and you feel, you know, enthused, keep your body and keep your body in those same situations and keep moving towards that person. Because obviously, they're doing something for you vibrationally and energetically. They're moving you and shifting you in a way that you feel like, yes, this is this is where I want to be. So really listen to the cues that your body gives off energetically regarding people, places or things that you may be around. Kind of like what we talked about in our last episode of the same thing about cleansing spaces, things, and people, you can do the same thing with your energy. Really moving that energy and flowing with your body where it feels good, where it feels safe, where it feels secure, and where it feels sound is going to be one of your best opportunities to align yourself energetically where you feel like you need to be. Because we're always vibrating, and sometimes we're vibrating a little lower, but it's a matter of bringing that vibration higher so we can just feel like our energy is where it needs to be because we are collectively energy. I'm not going to get into the whole math of the scientific aspect of it, but we know that collectively we are made up of energy and water. I'm not going to do the statistical breakdowns. Y'all can look into that. There's you know people that study those realms of life, but I don't. But as a human being, I know that I am energetically made up of energy frequency and I'm also made up of water so those are the two vital things within my life I need that energy I need that stimulation the right type of stimulation because if I'm vibrating low my energy is probably vibrating low too so I'm doing lower vibrational things rather than vibrating high and doing higher vibrational things so all of that all of that (laughs) to say all of that now we're going to move into the reading. I hope this isn't a short episode because you guys know that I like to keep it long. But like I told y'all before, I could feel myself getting um, like a little bit of disconnection from my season. And I'm like, there's a, a reading that I had done recently. And it's like, if you've got to take a break from spirituality, take a break. You know, don't feel like you can't... Um, take breaks when you need to. Like if you need to take a break, take a break. Never feel like you can't take a break from something. And I've been feeling that sense of like, I want to talk about something different. I really want to talk about like different things. I want you guys to really know you ladies to know who I am on a deeper level. Like who am, who, who is Gina behind the podcast? You know, I'm not just some spiritual being who's always, um, kind of shuffling cards so spirit I want to ask what is the message for the collective I will say the first card that ooh, we got some shooters um I will say the first card that came out was the queen of wands in reverse and that was a little bit me today I think spirit's kind of letting me know what's up like hey you were a little bit of a b-word today and (laughs) you probably should um you know give out an apology at some point since there was and i also got the tower card a part of me felt like some of these cards are for me i'm like spirit you trying to throw blows or what we got the three of pentacles upright the queen of wands in reverse the four of wands in reverse and the tower card so this is all speaking i feel like directly to me um, except for the three of pentacles, I do feel like that is for, um, the collective, but I do feel like the four of wands in reverse and the queen of wands in reverse. Let's focus in on the queen of wands. And this is me being a little vulnerable. The queen of wands, you know, basically it's like that. I call it the head bitch in charge type of energy. Like she got her wand, very fire driven. She's there and she's looking off and it's kind of her ruling, Over a collective, in a sense. Well, with that reversal energy, it's basically saying, like, today I was a little bit demanding. You know, I was kind of in a space of being, like, a little bit selfish, I would say. And I kind of was being selfish. And I have to probably address that later with, you know, my partner and saying, like, look, I was being a little bit off kilter. We got another thank you spirit. I probably was being a little bit off kilter. And I probably should have worked on the two that came out with the four of swords and the seven of pentacles. Both of those were in reverse, but I'm going to put those back in the deck and I am going to do a full collective um reading because I feel like some of the energy is being pulled up. Still, speaking of energy, I feel like the energy of the reading is kind of being pulled from the issue that I had earlier with my partner where we had our little bit of like a disagreement. So... But yeah, like I was saying, the Queen of Wands in reverse is just basically speaking on the sense of like, you know, you were kind of being like a little bit off kiltered. Like you weren't really, you weren't really like seeing the bigger picture. You were kind of going off on your own tangent. So I do probably need to address some things and hence why I got the tower card. Because after the crumbling, it comes the time to speak about things. How can we move forward? and just kind of shifting from a space of, um, you know, the frustration. And like I was saying about the Four of Wands, the Four of Wands, basically, it says in reverse, it's like home conflict, I just had an issue in my home. And, you know, just kind of, you know, being feeling like I wasn't being heard or supported in the the situation that was going on between my partner and I so it made it like more of a tense kind of thing to deal with but yeah like it's this this reading this one is really for me and that's so funny that on the last episode of season one we're talking about energy and I pull the energy of what was happening with me earlier and I have to reshuffle because the energy just doesn't seem like it's for the collective but yeah so that one was for me you guys got like a little bit of a live Gina reading I'm gonna really take some time to get connected with the deck and get connected with the collective so I'm gonna do a full shuffle but yeah like I was saying energy transfers and like I said about the reading it felt like the energy was moving in a sense of like me so I'm gonna do another oh thank you spirit thank you thank you thank you nine of swords upright the Nine of Wands, upright. Spirit, do we have any more messages for the collective? Not for me. Any more messages for the collective? Oh, that's funny. The Hierophant, because I saw that on the back of the deck energy and it moved out and I felt the energy of it moving towards this reading. All right, so moving into the Nine of Swords. The nine of wands. I love that we have double nines. Um, I like to add up numbers and think of like the new the, new, the numerical meanings to them. Nine plus nine makes eighteen. One being your intuition, eight being balanced. So I feel like right now I'm in an intuitive balance with this reading, knowing that it's collect it's directed towards the collective. So that's something that's really nice that I like when, you know, things feel like they're feeling connected. So um right now, moving into the 9 of swords upright. What I'm feeling for the and the 9 of swords carries a lot of energy. It carries fear, anxiety, negativity. Um kind of A little bit of like despair, partially, but I also see the nine of swords as a point of, and we're going to look at it again for the collective. Because if I'm looking at it in a sense of what I just went through, it could be a little bit of those lower vibrations, such as the fear and the anxiety and the negativity. But if I look at it in a sense of the collective, I feel like it's more about a breaking point. Like how I said, I want to move forward in the podcast and start to unveil myself that could bring a little bit of fear that could bring on a little bit of anxiety and I do feel like that's something where collectively the collective is shifting where you guys are ready to become expansive and start seeing the world from a different lens that you viewed it from you know that there's more that you want to do for yourself and you know that there's more that is out there for you as well so you're like you know what I want to really shift myself into a space of Difference, And I'm going to allow the negativity and the fear to come up. But I'm going to work through each of those areas of my life. And I'm not going to allow them to control me. Because sometimes we, as humans, we can let things control us because of the fear and the anxiety. And the negative backlash that we think we may get from something. Because that's something that's come up for me in the new podcast. I'm like, what if I lose people? Because they're like, oh, dang, this girl's getting like real different on season two. And I'm like, you know what? I just have to flow with it. I can't allow because I'm afraid of what people are going to think affects how I produce my podcast. You stay, you stay, you go, you go. There's that. Nothing but love for you either way. Um, you know, it's just like you passing through love too. So it's just that type of frequency that I feel like the Nine of Swords is bringing to this particular reading. But again, the Nine of Swords does carry That frequency and that energy its just a matter of how you interpret it. Um, And now moving into the nine of wands. The nine of wands, as you know, is for fire and it's for ambition. So I just feel like even with me energetically connecting to the collective, I'm still getting pieces of this with my current situation that I went through earlier. But this is a big thing where it's like it says last stand Great resilience. And that is something that if y'all know on this podcast, I have been going through like challenges and working through. And that's one thing about season two, we're going to get real vulnerable and talk about, you know, the backside of everything. And I'm going to really talk about the senses of like where I have wanted to give up. And I know that that's something I could feel for the collective where we're at that door of success. And it's like, it just seems so far away that we just kind of throw in the towel. And we, you know, not to say the cliche thing, but to literally throw in the towel and be like, bro, like, this is just taking too long. Like, I can't. Like, I'm so tired energetically and all these different things. But we are so close to the door of success. You need to really, like, break through that fatigue that you've been feeling. And a lot of things I keep seeing, quote-wise, is... And I'm trying to remember the exact context, but maybe trying to remember the exact context of it is going to make me not say it correctly. So I'm just going to say it how it is. Don't give up because you're looking so far ahead. Continue to strive on because you can see what's ahead. You feel me? Even on my personal Instagram, I posted about don't focus on the entire staircase. Just focus on the step in front of you. When you take time to break down that step in front of you and just take one step at a time, even like another thing I heard about, you know, it was actually from Nipsey Hussle. It was like in his tribute. And I was listening to some Nipsey Hussle the other day when I was cleaning my house. And he says, you know, don't focus on the entire brick wall you have to build, but focus on the brick that you have and lay one brick at a time. And then as you continue to lay those bricks, you're going to realize that it wasn't as deep as you, were, you know, like you, you had this whole wall that you built and you were so focused on, oh my God, this entire wall. So I keep getting told about the small pieces that I need to focus on. So that's what I've been focusing on. And I feel like the collective probably has been focusing on the same thing as well too. Don't focus on the brick wall. Just focus on the brick that you have at hand and lay that brick and then another brick and another brick. And over time, you're going to have an entire brick wall. So really taking the time and the energy to focus in on, it's okay to feel like you want to give up. Sometimes it's okay to get burnout, the big thing that people have been talking about, but you just got to get your energy back. You got to get your energy right. When you start feeling those things come up for you, focus in on where your energy's at in those areas. And you know it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't take my sip of water. So I'm going to do that. No, I didn't mute it either. We'll figure out how I want to do it in season two. I probably won't even do it because it seems like the water, me taking my sip of water in the podcast just makes you guys feel some sense of connection. So I'm vibing with it. Finally, the last card we have is the Hierophant. The Hierophant is basically saying, saying, excuse me, it's time to take charge and it's time to take lead and it's time to take action. Moving out of that nine of swords energy, that fear, that anxiety, the, the thoughts of what people may think of you negatively, put that bullshit to the side and step into your sovereignty because the only person that's going to give you the life that you want is more than likely only going to be you. And the only reason I say more than likely, because there's those weird instances where somehow you may energetically attract like some magical experience where you get the dream life you've wanted, but with little to no effort from your own part. But again, more than likely, it's going to have to be you putting in the work, the time and the energy to get to that space where you need to be. So you have to be willing to pursue the goals. You have to be willing to show up on the days that you don't want to show up. And there are days as a business owner where I'm like, I don't I don't want to do this, you know, and I realize one monetary value. I have a life to uphold, uphold. So I do have to bring in income, or I can just go get me a regular little day job, or a night job, afternoon job, whatever the case may be. But I realize, like, I have to move. I gotta keep it moving. Like, we we gotta keep this thing flowing. Only I can bring the life that I want to have into this reality. So that's where I really have had to kind of like shift myself into that space where only I can do this. Even though it may be difficult sometimes and some days may be harder than others, this is the life that I want to create for myself. So I have to be willing to put in the work. And it's the same with the collective. Y'all got to be willing to put in the work. Put in the work, see the results. That's it. Put in the work, see the results. Boom, flat done. So that is what I you know, kind of feel like I collectively got from the Nine of Swords, the Nine of Wands, and the Hierophant. Let's move out of that energy With the nine of swords, you know, what people are going to think negatively of you, the anxiety, the fear that comes up with stepping into something new and allowing that breaking point to happen where it's like, you know, I'm ready to do this and move forward. Shifting into that nine of wands energy, allowing, you know, change to come in, you know, saying this is the final time where I allow my previous thoughts of how I want my life to be to not be. Like I'm going to actually start taking steps towards moving into that frequency and that energy of my life that I want. Taking a stand, moving into the hierophant energy and saying, you know, I'm the leader of my own life. And I create this reality and the reality therefore after. Like this is the reality that I want for myself. So I'm going to put in the work to get there. Selenite wand going down. Cards going back into the deck. Beautiful brown girl. Very good reading. Um, So happy that season one went as good as it did. Um, Also in season two, you will be hearing ads um, coming into season two. I was very eager and excited to finally be able to run some ads because your girl wants to get that coin. So ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm also learning to step into that sovereignty where publicizing myself there should definitely be a monetary value behind it that's the world we live in that's the world I have to kind of shift my space into we don't work off we don't just operate off of you know bills and things don't operate off of the vibration of love so very excited to see where season two is going to take us beautiful brown girl thank you so much for the love and the support that you brought me in season one It is literally, as they say, it's a bittersweet because season one is ending, but I'm now shifting into a space that I know I've wanted to go into for a long time with season two. And so with that being said, so long for now, season one, beautiful brown girl. And just wait, when season two come back, we're going to be live. So as I always say in season one, stay happy, stay beautiful. And stay blessed, beautiful brown girl. And until we talk again in season two. Hey, beautiful brown girl. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And as always, be sure to check the description show notes um, depending on where the podcast pulls up for you. But be sure to check the description notes. There's going to be a lot of valuable information, a lot of recap info so that you can kind of, you know, plug in what you heard easily into your life. Also, you can find the podcast company. I don't have a podcast page, but you can find the podcast company um, on Instagram at a little piece of Zenven um, LLC. That'll also be linked down below. You can also find the podcast on Facebook. Um, and you can connect with the podcast directly on the website ww.alittlepieceofsenven.com. There you can connect with all the goodness that a little piece of zenven offers to this place we call the world. And for listening, I just want to say thank you so much for staying tuned um, and with all the new items that have been recently added to the shop. I want to offer you 15% off. Um, you can use that on any of the items. You can use that on the sacred space sets. Um, you can use that on the metaphysical items that are on the shop. You just can't use it on the services. Um, however, my readings are currently discounted with no code needed. So you just go on there and you book your reading directly from that link and set it up how you want, whether in person or virtual. But yes, Zenven Speaks 22. That also will be listed down in the show notes. And as always... Stay happy, stay beautiful, and stay blessed, beautiful brown girl.